Psalm chapters 38 and 39. Psalm chapter 38, verse 1. A Psalm of David. King David wrote this, to cause to remember, Jehovah, in thy wrath, reprove me not, nor in thy fury chastise me. This is a song of remembrance, and we'll find out if this is something that he wants the Lord to remember or something that he wants people to remember. I suspect it's something that he wants the Lord to remember because he's begging the Lord for mercy. He's begging the Lord not to punish him for his sin. This is a song of asking for forgiveness and mercy at the same time. 2. For thine arrows have come down on me, and thou lettest down upon me thy hand. There was one time when David really backslid. He committed adultery, and then he committed murder to cover up the adultery. And the Lord did punish him by causing one of his young baby sons to die. He fasted and prayed on his face for several days, begging the Lord not to take his son's life. So I suspect that this song may have been written during that time, or commemorating that time. 3. Soundness is not in my flesh because of thine indignation. Peace is not in my bones because of my sin. He takes credit for his own sin. He says, it's because of my own sin that I don't have peace. I know that you're angry with me. And he says, I'm not well because of your indignation. He did fear the Lord, and that's why when he was confronted, he immediately repented, and with tears and trembling, he begged for forgiveness and mercy. I think people take God for granted way too much. They're like, oh, just know you're forgiven and move on and have a great day. Well, sometimes yes, and other times no. There have been times where my sin was so horrific I cried over it for days and weeks and even months in a couple of cases because it was just awful. What I did was so awful. It destroyed my life. It caused me so much pain. It tears you up when you think about how much evil you've done and how it's destroyed so many years that were wasted. And that's why I cried so long even after I was born again, because of all the wasted years, I couldn't believe how much of my life I myself had thrown away. And I think that's normal to be bothered by that. I think what's abnormal is when people aren't bothered by all of the wasted years and all of the trauma and dysfunction that they themselves have caused in their life and other people's life. If we truly do acknowledge our sin, it will disturb us when we think about it. 4. For mine iniquities have passed over my head as a heavy burden, too heavy for me. He was in so much burden that he was flat on his face for several days. 5. Stunk, become corrupt have my wounds because of my folly. His life is like rotting wounds that stink and have festered. This is a metaphor. His skin wasn't really stinking and festering with rotten wounds, but to him, that's what his life was like after he committed adultery and murder. That's how he felt about himself. 6. I have been bent down. I have been bowed down unto excess all the day I have gone mourning. He can't even stand upright. He's in so much distress over his sin. This is why he stayed on his face for so long. 7. For my flanks have been full of drought, and soundness is not in my flesh. Physically, he was a mess. Your flanks are your sides. 
he says he was dehydrated. And that's probably because he didn't drink during his fasting. In the Old Testament, they usually did not drink when they fasted. 8. I have been feeble and smitten unto excess. I have roared from disquietude of heart. The inside of him is screaming. That's what he's saying. What he's screaming is mercy. He's asking for mercy. 9. Lord, before thee is all my desire, and my sighing from thee hath not been hid. He says, I'm looking straight to you. You're my only hope. That's how David was with the Lord. 10. My heart is panting. My power hath forsaken me, and the light of mine eyes, even they are not with me. He couldn't see straight, and he couldn't breathe properly, because he was so distressed over his sin. And he knew that he did not deserve forgiveness. None of us do. And that's what makes it so distressing. We know the Lord has promised forgiveness and that he loves us, but we totally know we don't deserve it. 11. My lovers and my friends over against my plague stand, and my neighbors afar off have stood. None of his harem want to be near him because he's a mess. And they're just standing at a distance watching. Jesus was a virgin, just as John the Baptist and Elijah and Jeremiah and Daniel, they were all virgins. But Jesus did have friends who loved him, and his friends stood at a distance. Nobody came up to that cross. The three women who were the most brave, probably because they were single old women, so they figured no one's going to mess with them, even they stood at a distance from the cross. And the women who beat their breasts when Jesus walked to the cross, all of them are probably widows and poor women who nobody's going to assault. So they had the guts to beat their breast because they could get away with it. Weak women were the only ones who had the courage to mourn for Jesus, but they did it from a distance, even them. Anybody who was not weak didn't have the courage to mourn for him because that person could easily get attacked, mobbed, and beaten, and maybe even arrested themselves. So this is an allusion to Jesus going to the cross. 12. And those seeking my soul lay a snare, and those seeking my evil have spoken mischievous things, and they do deceits meditate all the day. Now when it says seeking my evil, it means hoping that something bad will happen to me. And this also is an allusion to Jesus. The religious leaders and Judas were plotting against Jesus and hoping that evil would come to him. And they spent all day thinking about what they were going to do to him to get him to die. 13. And I as deaf hear not, and as a dumb one who openeth not his mouth. King David says, I'm not even defending myself, I'm not speaking. And this is a direct allusion to Jesus Christ before the Sanhedrin and before Pilate. He didn't defend himself. He did answer some of Pilate's questions for Pilate's own sake, because he was telling Pilate the gospel, but he wasn't defending himself. Even when Pilate confronted him and said, why don't you defend yourself? He still didn't speak. 14. Yea, I am as a man who heareth not, and in his mouth are no reproofs. This song began with David talking about his own sin and how condemned he felt and how he didn't feel that he deserved forgiveness. And now it ends in a prophetic way, speaking about Jesus Christ and how he was treated as if he didn't deserve forgiveness. But Jesus was righteous. However, he was treated as King David deserved to be treated. And it says that Jesus acted as if he couldn't hear all of the 
lies spoken against him, and he had no rebuttals, no reproofs, no rebukes for his enemies, because it was his choice to die for us. 15. Because for thee, O Jehovah, I have waited, thou dost answer, O Lord my God. This also is an allusion to Jesus Christ. The Son waited on the Father, and the Father was silent, so the Son knew that he had to go to the cross. He waited on the Father all the way to the end. 16. When I said, Lest they rejoice over me, in the slipping of my foot against me, they magnified themselves. Religious men did rejoice as Jesus went to the cross. 17. For I am ready to halt, and my pain is before me continually. Jesus could barely walk to the cross. He wasn't able to carry his own cross because he was so weak from the beatings that he endured, so they had to have another man carry his cross for him. Ready to halt means ready to faint or fall. 18. For mine iniquity, I declare, I am sorry for my sin. And now it kind of goes back to King David and how he feels about his own sin. Jesus never declared sin because he didn't have any. He just carried our sin on his shoulders. 19. And mine enemies are lively, they have been strong, and those hating me without cause have been multiplied. When Jesus went to the cross, his enemies multiplied because more people felt empowered to heckle and harass and condemn him. Since certain people were doing it, others joined in. And they were lively. They were mocking him and harassing him, even as he died on the cross, bleeding, suffering, naked, they still made fun of him. They were relentless in their malice toward him. 20. And those paying evil for good accuse me because of my pursuing good. Jesus was righteous, and the people who he healed and fed and cast demons out of, some of those same people condemned him and heckled him on the cross. 21. Do not forsake me, O Jehovah my God, be not far from me. However, the Father did forsake the Son. The Son actually said, Why have you forsaken me? But in his spirit, he knew exactly why he was forsaken. It was because he carried the burden of our sin. So this is another allusion to Jesus Christ. 22. Haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. King David is asking for forgiveness. And because Jesus went on the cross, we can all receive forgiveness. And that concludes Psalm chapter 38. Psalm chapter 39, verse 1. To the overseer, to Jeduthun. At this time, Jeduthun was the chief musician or the director of the orchestra and the choir. So it actually names him, and it says a psalm of David. David has written this specifically for Jeduthun to direct over the singers and the musicians. I have said, I observe my ways against sinning with my tongue. I keep for my mouth a curb while the wicked is before me. King David says, Even though other people are sinning, I'm using self-control to hold my tongue, and I'm not going to engage in sin with them. And namely, he's saying, I'm not going to say anything that the Lord wouldn't approve of to these wicked people. 2. I was dumb with silence. I kept silent from good, and my pain is excited. King David says, I didn't say anything. Whether they tried to encourage me or whether they rebuked me, I didn't say a word. 3. Hot is my heart within me. In my meditating doth the fire burn. I have spoken with my tongue. 
He says, when my heart burned really hard, that was when I finally had to speak. But who he speaks to is the Lord, not people. I believe this song had to have been written after David backslid and he committed adultery and then murder. He was very distraught. He was fasting and praying for several days for forgiveness and mercy. He says that he wouldn't speak to anybody, but he had to speak to God. For cause me to know, O Jehovah, mine end, and the measure of my days, what it is, I know how frail I am. When he finally spoke, he said, God, let me know, are you going to kill me or are you going to let me live? He's asking the Lord if he will receive mercy. 5. Lo, hand breaths, thou hast made my days. A hand breath is five fingers, or six to eight inches, depending on how big your hand is. He's saying, you've made my days very short. I believe you're not going to let me live very long. And mine age is as nothing before me. Only all vanity is every man set up. Selah. Selah is a musical direction. But the rest of this verse is saying, even though I'm young, it doesn't count in my favor. You could still cause me to die. 6. Only in an image doth each walk habitually. Only in vain they are disquieted. He heapeth up and knoweth not who gathereth them. He says, men walk around in vanity. They think they're going to live, but they're not. They work for riches, but then they die and somebody else collects their riches. 7. And now what have I expected? O Lord, my hope, it is of thee. He says, I don't expect that my riches will help me. I only trust in you. 8. From all my transgressions deliver me. A reproach of the fool make me not. He says, don't let me be the butt of jokes. Please deliver me from my sin. 9. I have been dumb. I have not opened my mouth because thou, thou hast done it. Because only the Lord can judge, David isn't speaking to people. He doesn't want to defend himself to people or to ask any person for mercy. He's just waiting on a word from the Lord. When we have sinned, we need to confess our sin to the Lord, repent completely, and wait on Him. Whether or not things get righted doesn't depend on other human beings. You know, a lot of people look to their friends and neighbors to lift them up when they're in trouble. That's very, very foolish. You're just putting a burden on somebody else's shoulders that they shouldn't be made to carry and that they really can't carry. You need to go straight to God and let the Lord help you. 10. Turn aside from off me thy stroke, and from the striving of thy hand I have been consumed. David says, Stop hitting me, Lord. And this is figurative language. He isn't literally being hit, but he says, Stop punishing me. Because at this time his newborn son was dying. 11. With reproofs against iniquity thou hast corrected man, and dost waste as a moth his desirableness. Only in vanity is every man. Selah. He says that the Lord disciplines us when we have sinned, and that's how he corrects us. And the Lord did discipline David by causing his son to die. We're all living in vanity. No matter how good-looking we are, or how prestigious our life is, or how much money we have, or how popular we are, it's all vain because the Lord can take it all away in an instant. David was extremely good-looking, as the Bible states. He had a harem. He was a king. 
And yet he couldn't even stand up straight. He couldn't even eat or breathe properly. And nobody wanted to go near him. So all of that did him no good when he fell into sin and the Lord was disciplining him. 12. Hear my prayer, O Jehovah, and to my cry give ear. Unto my tear be not silent, for a sojourner I am with thee, a settler like all my fathers. Just as this song is entitled A Remembrance, he says, Remember, I've descended from the forefathers who followed you, and I also am following you. Even though he slipped into sin, ultimately, Throughout his life, he had followed the Lord and wanted to continue following the Lord. He repented of that sin, and he said, I'm crying out to you. I'm passing through this life. I want to spend all of eternity with you when this life is over. 13. Look from me, and I brighten up before I go, and am not. This sounds similar to something that Job said to the Lord a few times in the book of Job. He said, Stop looking at me, please, God and just let me die in peace. And that's what this line says too. The last verse of this song says, Lord, stop focusing on me and let me die in peace. When the Lord focuses on us, that is not a good thing. We're just like a bacteria in a Petri dish. He can zap us in an instant. We want him to lighten up and have mercy on us. And that's what David is asking for. And that concludes Psalm chapter 39.